Welcome back right here on the Linwood Sports Network. It's Dominic Kosher, now joined by head coach of the Linwood Women's Basketball Team, Coach Katie Falco. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me, Dominic. All right, so on the season so far, it's been another strong year for your team, 11-7 and overall and 7-5 and in conference play. With eight games to go, how's your overall feeling of the team being shaped right now? You know, it's exciting. It's, you get to this point of the year, and it's a grind. You know, we've played a lot of basketball, and, and uh, conference teams are starting to understand who you are, and sometimes we're playing teams for the first time. Sometimes we're going to be playing teams in the second time through, and so it's, a, it's all about execution, and we don't have a lot of practice time this time of the year because we go from one game to the next to the next, and so it's, it's game preparation. Um, and then we try to make sure we're balancing how much we're on the floor to how much rest we're giving our players. And so it's all about kind of how our team is feeling emotionally and mentally. You know, are they in a good spot? Do they feel confident with our game plan? Do they com feel confident with how they're playing individually? And so I'm really excited. You know, it's a, kind of the home stretch. And uh, with that many games left, it, it's enough games to be able to make a strong push. But it's also, uh, it's going to be over before we know it. So there's this little bit of sense of urgency, I think, that, that we have as coaches and as players. And it's a really fun time of the year. And I feel like we can finish this conference play really strong. So with all those games now being jam-packed, you have games on Thursday, games on Saturday, every yeah. week on the road at home. And now how does practice defer this time of the year with all these games back-to-back, -back, yeah. it feels like? compared to the beginning of the season yeah. when maybe it was once a week? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question. You know, this time of the year, it's, it's so many games that, um, you know, you kind of get into routine. We have Sundays off, and then we go on Mondays, and Mondays is more about our team, and we do a lot of skill development things on Mondays. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, then we start preparing for our opponents. And so you get into this schedule where our players understand what the week is going to look like, kind of creatures of habit, um, but we're not going very long. You know, we usually go around our hour and a half depending upon how long we go or how many games we have that week excuse me we came off of a, a three game week where we went from a Monday Thursday Saturday and and those practices were extremely short and light but now that we're consistently Thursday Saturday um, you know it's just trying to get the most important things across and getting our players to understand what is it going to take from us offensively and defensively to go win a basketball game in the preseason, when we had fewer games, there were stretches where we had a couple weeks of straight practice and, and no games in between. And, uh, and so those were the longer, the tougher, the more intense, the kind of grind it out, uh, figure out what we need to do from a mental toughness standpoint to an execution standpoint. And so it, it's a flip of the season, really. Mm -hmm. Once you go from one semester to the next, the, the focus is different. And, uh, and, and so I think our players, you know, enjoy playing games. They really love that piece of it. And, and uh, so they're excited. Um, to be able to have a consistent routine um, and as coaches we wish we had a little bit more time to, to prepare but uh, we're really feeling good with where we're at. So do you think their tired legs play a factor this time of the year? I mean it's long into the season now started yeah. way back in the fall. Do you think it's a factor at all? You know both teams have it. You know, yeah. no matter who you're playing, they have the same schedule as we do. So yeah. I don't, I don't look at that. Um, now we do talk with our players about making sure they're staying hydrated and they're getting enough sleep and their nutrition is really strong. And then what are they doing with the athletic trainer, training staff? Are they getting in the cold whirlpool? Are they stretching? Are they doing some of those things? Our strength coach takes all those things into consideration too. Um, you know, and so I think it's a healthy balance. But I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's a, you get excited to play games, and and the other opponent that we're playing is in the same situation mm -hmm. and so it comes down to the little things every possession matters and and uh, whether you're tired or not you got to find a way to get it done and, and that's that's our focus 
So coming into the year, you guys had a lot of newcomers. You had the Tiburzovich yeah. twins. They came in from yeah. Illinois, and then other freshmen that are making a key impact. So it might take a little bit of time to gel for all of them, but now yeah. this deep into the season, do you think they've all really gelled together in this late now in February? Yeah, I think so. You know, we talk about consistency all the time. And so we've been a little up and down, um, you know, but that, that's going to happen throughout the course of a, of a long season. And so to your point, they certainly have gelled a lot more. You know, when we first started, you know, there was a combination of, of returners uh, that had been in the program for me for a year, uh, which is still isn't very long, right? They're still trying to figure some things out. But then we have a, a batch of new players. And, you know, off the court, we worked really hard on, on what that looked like from a chemistry standpoint and a team culture standpoint. And, and so the relationship side, they worked really hard at getting to know each other. And, and so when they came back in August, they had that part built. But the basketball part did take some time. Uh, no question, um, you know, for everybody on the team to understand what are the strengths of this person, what are the strengths of this person, um, you know, just that feeling of being able to play off of each other, okay, when I know this kid touches the ball, this is what they're going to do, or I can anticipate this kind of cut or this kind of um, action when, when she has the ball, and, and that stuff takes time, so that's not unique to our team, um, every team in the country probably has that, we just had enough new players where, you know, it was about even, half and half, and, and uh, I do feel now that they're starting to really settle into each player's role, each player's ability to impact the game, um, and what we need in specific games, how opponents are playing us, and, and I think that really carries over into a lot of, of the confidence that our players bring into each game. Coach, you brought up team chemistry and how important it can yeah. be with this team, so I know there's a lot of ice cream runs like Dairy Queen and stuff like mm -hmm. that. What are some other things behind the scenes that have really helped shape the team chemistry of your team? Yeah, you know, our girls, they, they spend a ton of ton of time excuse me together um, you know we have some players that live together and and uh, and so whether they live in the houses or the dorms together they choose to spend each with each other uh, time off the court and they'll do I know they watch the bachelor and the bachelorette and those are all things that are our, our coaches um, don't set up that's just initiated by themselves but they have team dinners and, and meals together I know players um, during the the week they go and have lunch together if their mm -hmm. classes coordinate they'll pick each other up and get each other to, to different classes across campus and and so what's really neat is that they choose each other even though we spend this much time in basketball because they care about each other and they're really great people and, and they're friends um, you know I, I, I don't say this just to say it but they truly are great friends and we had no issues um, and so that really carries over to the floor I think when you care for one another and you respect one another off the floor that carries over onto the court and uh, this this group is a pretty tight-knit group so it's fun we as coaches you know certainly talk about the importance of of making sure you have your own time you know you, we don't expect you guys to hang out you know all the time outside of basketball make sure you're taking care of yourself but when we are together let's really get a, a good focus of getting off your phones and, and trying to engage in each other and communicate and and uh, that's not something we have to stress very often because they just naturally do it and they enjoy each other a lot. So one of the things that no one sees behind the scenes happens yeah. at the end of shoot-arounds. It's oh, the most yeah. competitive thing I've ever been a part of, I'll tell you. <laughs> but it's uh, in shoot-around, coaches and everyone else versus players, half-court chats. Yeah. So talk about that for a second, and how are you doing in terms of that competition? You know, that's a good question, Dominic, and you're part of this too. Uh, unfortunately, I'm yeah. not too good at it. No, but. no, it's, it's great. But yeah, we do. We put the, the players against everybody else, basically, mm -hmm. the, that's in the gym for us at that time, and, and we shoot half-quarters. And so, individually, I think I've made two this year. 
So, you know, that, that's pretty good. Um, you know, I shoot it backwards because yeah. I'm not strong enough anymore to get it there face forward. I, I, I have to admit that. Um, so I, I line it up with a hoop in front of me, and then I shoot it on the hoop behind me. And, and so it's pretty fun. Everybody's got a little bit different of a technique. Mm-hmm. Our team uh, is beating the coaches, I think, by two right now. Um, so we get a few more points than the players do because we have about a third of the number of people yeah. shooting, uh, and they are current college athletes, so you know they're, they're supposed to make more than we are. But yeah. it, it is pretty fun. We get a kick out of it. Um, the players constantly remind us about uh, shoot, needing to shoot half-quarters today, needing to shoot <laughs> half-quarters, and, and they have fun. We have a running total in our locker room, what the score looks like. And, and uh, so it's just it's the competitor and everybody that comes out. And, and uh, when somebody makes it, everybody gets pretty excited, mm-hmm. and, and it's a fun environment, as you know. Sorry if us broadcasters are weighing you guys down at all. Oh, no. You guys are pulling your weight a little bit down. I'm practicing. I'm practicing. All right. So I want to focus on a couple of people individually. It's been a couple of weeks of record-breaking or individual milestones for some of your players and our seniors. So starting with Callie Bilner, another great season for her. Just recently got into the 1,000 rebound mm-hmm. total, the only Linwood player to ever get into that category. Yeah. So just talking about her career, and you've only seen two years of it, but how yeah. special is she on the court for this team? Oh, she's extremely special. Um, she's a great basketball player. She's a great student. She's a great person, you know. So uh, you put all those combinations together, and you have a really special person in your program and so I'm really pleased with her I'm proud of her for what she's been able to accomplish I feel blessed every day for inheriting the group and in, in the ladies that I did when I got this job um, but she's she's been really good you know she is one of those players that can be a threat from uh, the three from inside certainly on the glass as you mentioned um, being able to score a thousand points and a thousand rebounds in, in a career is is a um, you know, it doesn't happen very often. She's in a very small group of, of elite players that accomplish that in their time. Um, and I don't know if she realizes how special that is and how hard that is to do, and, and uh, very few players do it. And, and so a testament to her, you know, and her work ethic and her understanding of the game. Uh, her teammates have certainly helped her, you know, feed her the ball and get her, you know, those opportunities to score. You know, but she's got a knack of going to get the ball in the glass. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a hard thing to teach. And she's obviously big and long and, and can move. And, and uh, But she just has found a way to, whether she gets it on the block to score herself or she gets somebody else's missed shot, you know, she's been really good down there. And she sees double teams and she sees triple teams and she's still able to be productive. Um, and so the, the opportunity that, that uh, she's been giving our team in terms of moving us forward and then the individual um, you know, recognition that she's received has been very much deserving. And uh, it doesn't happen. It, it really, the 1,000 points and the 1,000 rebounds does not happen very often in the women's game. And so she's in a special group of young women. One of those players, not on the rebound side, but also in that 1,000-point yeah. group is her fellow senior and Lindsay Medlin, who just got yeah. that recently yeah. last week. So on the other side with her, talk yeah. about what she does on the court for you guys, even off the court as well. Correct. You know, again, another high character, great person. I, I can't speak enough about the players on our team, and, and Lindsay is, is definitely that as well. She, I, one thing I love about Lindsay is just how tough she is. I mean, that kid is a competitor, and she's a, uh, I call her a tough nut, you know, and, and uh, she just does. She's got this um, 
you know, she puts on that uniform and something different uh, takes over. You know, she's just got this drive and, and uh, this competitiveness on the floor that uh, she can go get things done. She can put the team on her back when she wants to. And, and the thing that, um, you know, certainly with her 1,000 points, she, she's a, an excellent scorer. She's had a great career as well. Uh, she can score post and up. She can shoot the three. She can get to the rim. Um, so, again, at, at multiple levels, she impacts the game. Um, but in addition to her scoring, one thing that you'll notice is, is how good of a passer she yeah. is and how many assists that she's collected on the year and, and what she creates for her team. So it's neat to be able to see Lindsay. Uh, being a senior point guard, you know, for me, it's really important for me to have point guards that I can communicate with and that we could be on the same page and, and have her be an extension of the coaching staff in terms of being the leader and the coach on the court at the time with her team. And she definitely does that, and, and she's very deserving of the 1,000 points as well. There's one more senior on the team, only three seniors on the roster, yeah. but the last one, Megan Foster, unfortunately has been able to play a game this season yeah. due to an injury she suffered in the preseason, but what kind of an impact has she had off the court and off the sideline where people might not notice her, but yeah. she's not making an impact for the team? You know, I just love that kid as well, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, Megan, you know, your heart breaks for the kid because... Uh, she's went through this twice now with, with having a, an ACL injury and, and she do, so desperately just wants to be out there and, and to play and to contribute. But she impacts our team in so many more ways, as you mentioned, than what some people would notice. Um, even though she hasn't been able to play or practice this year, she's been a great leader and she's been a great voice and, and a consistent factor uh, around our program. And she knows what it takes to be successful and, and she's got that vision and she's willing to, to be able to talk to her teammates about what it looks like or encourage your teammates when they need a little bit of that pick-me-up. You know, I talked about her ability to be a leader on the bench and in the gym every day, um, you know, and that stuff often goes unnoticed, but that stuff is absolutely critical to a program moving forward. And she's committed. She's there every single day, you know, and even though she can't put on that, that practice gear or that uniform, she's there and she's loyal and, and she loves her teammates and she's committed to this program. And so I, I really appreciate her. Uh, she's an excellent student. And so in everything she's done, she's put her heart into it. And you could tell her teammates really love her and enjoy her. And we certainly uh, feel the same way about her as a coaching staff. So, you know, it's, it's a little unique of a senior year experience but she's made the best of it and we're so happy to have her around all right eight games left in the season as we mentioned earlier four games at highland and at highland you guys have been extremely strong on the year just two losses at home so what about playing in st charles missouri has made you guys so strong in front of your home crowd yeah you know certainly whenever you can play at home it's it uh, gives you a little bit more excitement and energy and you know we have an incredible uh, campus, incredible arena uh, that uh, we f are very proud of, you know, but a lot of the families are able to come and support us too. And, and when you're in a facility that you practice in and you get to play in and there's something about being in a routine and at home and protecting that home court, you know, you often hear people talk about that. And our players talk about that too. They find a lot of value in that. And so you always want to be able to, to step up and, and to protect your, your court and in your territory. And, and uh, yeah, we, we play well. It just gives you a little bit of extra energy and a little boost. You know, we need to be able to do the same thing when we go on the road too. Um, you know, but there's just, there's something we really enjoy about our fans and in the environment that is created and, and to be able to perform well on our, on our home floor. So we're, we're looking forward to it. You know, we've got a, a tough stretch here in the road coming up, and then we finish the year with four at home. So uh, hopefully we can get through um, these next series of road games and to be able to bring back some momentum so we can close out the year strong. All right. And lastly, a quick last takeaway from this season, what do you want to be the number one takeaway from this team? 
For, for me, the one thing that I've been talking to our team all year about, uh, it's two things really, is just how hard are we going to play, okay, and then try to be consistent. And that consistency goes um, not only this year, but it leads into the future of what we want to be able to carry on to the next season and seasons after that and trying to build a, a culture and, and a program of success. And so, if anything, I want people to look at our team and say, those girls really get after it. Those girls compete. They play extremely hard. Um, and I think through that comes a sense of confidence, a sense of uh, consistency that individuals have and that, that the team has. And, and that's what I want players to feel, and I want fans and people of the game to recognize. And, th you know, and I think by having a great work ethic and playing really hard for each other and with each other, you put a really good product on the floor. Coach, thank you for the time. That was the head coach of the Linwood Lions women's basketball team, Katie Falco. This was Dominic Osher. Thank you for tuning in right here on the Linwood Sports Network.